0: and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Anita Chat. I hope you are doing well. I can't believe that we are entering mid-November. Time is flying by super fast. November 9th was Diwali, or the Festival of Lights, or deepavali It's widely celebrated across the world. And while it has its roots in Hinduism, which is uh, the religion that I identify with, It is a time of joy, unity, and reflection for many people around the world, regardless of their religious or cultural background. And on November 9th, uh, we celebrated Diwali. And so before we get into the episode, I just wanted to take this minute to wish every single one of you a very happy Diwali. I'm wishing you abundance and joy and prosperity and happiness till infinity and beyond. Essentially, the festival of Diwali itself is often associated with the triumph of good over evil. And again, it's called the Festival of Lights because it's also associated with like light over darkness, etc. And so it is a time where we usher in and invite in abundance and prosperity. Some also associate it with uh, the beginning of a new year. So there's definitely starting a new chapter, new vibe, fresh start kind of feelings associated with this holiday as well. We celebrate traditionally by lighting rows of candles or diyas, which are like clay earthen lamps, around the homes to celebrate uh, the festival of lights. You may also see a lot of fireworks lighting up the sky and, um, you know, those colorful sparklers that you hold in the hands. People get together and they recite prayers for prosperity and peace. And there's also a lot of indulging in decadent feasts and sweets. So if you have a sweet tooth like I do, it's pure heaven. There's also gifts that are exchanged and celebrations with loved ones and family. So in many ways, if we were to compare it to a Western holiday, it would be comparable to Christmas. And regardless of whether you celebrate or not, again, it's just a time to spread love and light. And in this day and age where there seems to be a lot of darkness around us, it's really nice to be able to focus on the light and to choose to be the light and to, to wish light upon the world. This year, more than any other year to date, I really took it upon myself to up the ante when it came to the Diwali celebrations. Obviously, I live in Canada, so I'm not in India where it's like a full-fledged affair. So therefore, I took it upon myself to really um, celebrate and and honor this holiday in the best way that I possibly can. Um, and I feel like that was a bigger deal to me because I'm also married to a non-Indian and therefore raising a fusion family. And any kind of Indian customs or traditions or celebrations that we have are largely a large part of me, right? And my parents, you know, are we passing down that knowledge? Are we creating those traditions within within my children so that they can then have a, a stronger understanding of their ancestry and lineage and where they come from. And maybe they'll pass it down to their children too. So we've always celebrated and, and this year was no different, but I did take it upon myself to buy some decorations that were very specific to the holiday and to, to create an, an altar that was uh, a little bit more prominent than usual. Anyways, it was a bigger deal at home, and it was really, really, truly beautiful, um, really just changed the vibe completely to be able to go the extra mile in terms of decorating our house. My parents came as they usually do, and we had a really lovely time celebrating with them. But there were some interesting nuances that were first. One, our next-door neighbors, we actually got a new set of neighbors over the summer holidays, and they're also Indian by background, a different area of India. As we were enjoying each other's company, we heard a knock on the door, and it was our neighbors and they came with sweets and food for us and that's never happened that was really lovely and of course we we did the same thing after our prayers were done we went over and we exchanged some homemade sweets with them as well it just felt like a community right and the other thing that was new for us this year was uh the volley happened to be on a sunday which also happens to be a hockey game night in our house and we're very much a hockey family As the volley is often associated with lighting fireworks in the sky and and doing those sparklers, what we decided to do was go out and buy tons of sparklers and take them to the hockey arena so that after the game, we could then as a family with my parents in tow, uh, do the sparklers and we could invite anyone that wanted to, to join in the celebration. And it was lovely. The more the merrier. We got a lot of people that were super excited and all in. We also got some people that thought we were like kind of out there crazy. Maybe they weren't as open to the idea, but you know what, to each their own. And it really just felt lovely, again, to to do something fun like light sparklers and to do it with a whole bunch of little kids. So anyways, that was also a news thing. And the third thing that I thought was really unique about this, the Volley celebration, was that we actually celebrated at work. So in the 20 plus years of work experience that I have, I've never had the Volley really be acknowledged. And this year, we did acknowledge it. It was a staff-led celebration and ceremony. It wasn't complicated or uh, over the top. It was just an honoring of the day, an honoring of our heritage, an honoring of where we've come from. But I must say that it exceeded my expectations. We had a huge turnout. Our leadership team was incredibly supportive. And it was just really heartwarming to be able to connect with one another. Some people did not have family nearby. And so they were really excited to come on site when some of us are working virtually. It just felt good to be able to come together and to unite and to celebrate cheer and love and light, especially, especially at a time when the world seems so dark. So any kind of excuse that we have to be that joy, to be the light, to show our light, to shine our light, you know, I think it just was a really, really beautiful moment. Uh, Also, it it makes me reflect on myself and my own journey because growing up when I was, say, my son's age, you know, now we're celebrating the volley in the hockey, hockey arena, parking lot with sparklers. But when I was his age, I was bullied relentlessly for who I was. I tried so hard to not be seen, to be that small person. Um, and I had a really difficult time with belonging. And especially when you're bullied relentlessly for it, you're not going to proudly proclaim who you are and you're not going to, you know, celebrate. It wasn't really a time where, where things were honored and accepted. And celebrated as much as things are now to acknowledge and reflect on how much we've come forward as a society in terms of accepting people for who they are and embracing differences as something that's beautiful versus something that should be shameful or shunned or hidden. So it was really nice to have this moment, a full circle moment where you could just see how much has changed and you could just see how the world will be so different for my children and for the generations of other Indian children or other marginalized groups moving forward. I mean, not to say that we don't have a long ways to go when it comes to things, but I certainly think that all this emphasis on equity, diversity, and inclusion has made the world a a kinder place for a lot of us. Also, when I think about the volley, you know, I mentioned it's a festival of lights and it has to deal with triumph of good over evil or light over darkness. And it really got me thinking about contrast and how vital contrast is in our life. How good and evil and light and dark are actually the same thing. They're just different polarities of the same thing. Without that juxtaposition, we wouldn't even have something like Diwali. We wouldn't be celebrating a triumph of good over evil if everything was just the same. We need to have those polarities to give us something to appreciate. Without grief, without sadness, we would have no happiness or joy. So contrast is necessary. Contrast is vital to our growth, to our development, to our gratitude practice, which calls in what it is that we want to create. Contrast is vital to creating the clarity in our life about what it is that we want, what it is that we value versus what isn't aligned to us. Contrast is vital to creating the richness that makes life worth living. And no matter how you slice it or dice it, contrast is really two ends of the same spectrum. It's all about your perspective. So with that being said, I would love for us to embrace the beauty in all of the faces of the contrast, whether it's in the lack of or the overabundance in, because this is all relevant to creating this really rich and multifaceted life that we have. So that being said, the light in me honors and acknowledges the light in you. G. Happy Diwali. And stay curious about your contrast. Bye for now.